Good morning, Peter Goffwood. How are you? Good morning, Vanessa, and good morning to all the listeners. I'm fabulous this morning. But first of all, you have to tell us, where are you? Oh, I am currently in Citrusdale. We Ooh. are, sure, where are we? We're just finished shooting episode five, uh, six, episode six of um, uh, of uh, Ultimate Brian Master season seven. It's been going fantastically. We're on the road. We've got another three weeks, three and a half weeks on the road. It's been brilliant, actually. Fantastic. It's been really, really exciting. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's been quite fun. It's been hard work, mm-hmm. um, but it's been quite rewarding. And uh, already we, you know, because we're scouting through the Western Cape, already seeing some of the most beautiful, beautiful places. Um, and we haven't even scratched the surface yet. So it really is um, quite, uh, quite enjoyable. Quite an enjoyable couple of weeks. It's fun. When when um, does it air, Peter? Do you know yet? Yes, it oh. airs on the fifth of February. Oh, um, at five o'clock. So it'll be on ETV first it's on a Sunday afternoon at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and once it's finished on ETV, which is thirteen episodes, it'll then be on Netflix. Fantastic. So. Um, ETV kind of get the scoop and they get it first and once they've shown it then uh, then it's available on Netflix That sounds absolutely exciting and uh, loving to see, loving seeing the pictures on social media and things like that so uh, if you want to go and see what Peter's doing then go and check him out on social media. Now you say that you've still got another three weeks of filming which means that that takes you well into December um, Yes. and many of us, I mean today is what the, the 18th, oh my goodness, the 18th of November which means that by this stage, a lot of people would have started their holidays. They will be mm-hmm. preparing for Christmas. They're going to be preparing for families visiting, um, self-catering experiences, and meals are going to be paramount, especially for this time of the year. But in a week's time, we've got Black Friday. How do we prepare yes. and how can we prepare um, for the coming months, especially considering that that pay in December has to stretch ever so far, um, to take advantage of specials and prepare for the Christmas and uh, holiday meals? Look, I, I think I think preparing and planning is, is the secret. Mm-hmm. You know, you can start now for preparing holiday meals um, and for those big sort of family occasions with people coming around. Obviously, if you, you're, you're, you're fancy having turkey on Christmas Day, there's not a great deal you can do about that <laughs> on Christmas Day. Yeah. But when you consider that if, you've, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if you're going away doing a bit of camping or going away with family and friends or yeah. you're having people come from wherever to come visit, the thing there is... Is to start making food now. That's um, true. And it sounds like an obscure kind of, but I mean, if you think of, if you think of making a big batch of bolognese, for example, and making a couple of trays of lasagna, mm-hmm. like a, you know, five or six person trays, pop those in the freezer. Absolutely. Um, and, I'm and, so- and then you haul them up, clear it near the time, defrost them. And I mean, we used to, so, so Elise and I have, we haven't been for a while, but we used to go to Africa Burn. Oh, yes. And I used to prepare all the meals mm-hmm. so I, we went the first time and took thousands of ingredients with it, with us and i thought it'd be fun to cook while we were camping oh. i was very wrong um <laughs> so that from then onwards i just started i started um doing portions of two and four and then i'd freeze them in ziploc bags lay them down flat in the freezer 
and then they're frozen and they don't take up much space and then you can pack those frozen meals get yourself some dry ice which is you just phone up any of the local ice companies mm-hmm. pack these things in dry ice if you're going to travel and all you do is you take out a couple of bags a day or whatever and then you've got these meals yes. and i think the same can be had whether you're going away camping or you're on holiday or you're literally having people around you know take the time of now there's a lots of specials on at the moment mm. supermarket you know you obviously the black friday stuff is coming up but every week there's specials mm. you know and how do we take advantage of specials in the middle of november if we have only have people coming at the end of december do a little bit of prep you know spend a sunday afternoon get a couple of pots out make some soups make some stews and just freeze it all and then when time comes look you'll still be doing a little bit of entertaining in a bride and bits and pieces but you don't want to be stuck behind the stoves all day long when you're entertaining your guests yeah. you want to have a couple of meals where you go oh i know what i've got a handy little um mince curry or i've got a little uh, chicken a la king or a, a couple of pies that i made a while ago and they've been sitting in the freezer for such an occasion and then, yeah. of course, because you're cooking in advance, you get to take advantage of all those various specials. You know, go to the food lovers, to checkers, mm. to pick and pay. And have a look because I've got some really, really good specials on things like pork, chicken. You know, buy yourself four mm. chickens. Mm. Um, you know, make a big, big batch of chicken curry or something along those lines um, and, and store it for, for the future. Absolutely. Now, I want to tell you something. Talking about making bolognese and uh, freezing lasagna and all that sort of thing, we went to we went to Nisner last weekend. That's why um, I missed you, or you, you know, I wasn't here mm-hmm. in the studio where I meant to be. Yes. And about a week before, uh, I, we knew it was going to be a very busy and very quick weekend. And uh, I said to Tim, I said, he said, "Well, I'm making bolognese this evening." I said, "Well, make a double batch." He said, "Why?" I said, "Well, make lasagna for Nisner and freeze it." So he kind of gave me that quizzical look, and then he said, "Oh, okay, that does yeah. make sense." So you see, wife is always right. Oh, so, oops. But anyway, um, so he he made it. And then we left on the Thursday afternoon quite sort of late. And as he was driving towards the end to here in Somerset West, he said, oh, my goodness, I've left the, the lasagna in the freezer. And uh. the, <laughs> But you know what? We, we, we actually went back and fetched it because the inconvenience of driving for an extra 20 minutes um, paled in comparison to the inconvenience of having to cook um, with yes. a busy weekend. So we went back and fetched the lasagna. Yeah. Um, very pleased that we, were, that we did it. And I must say, it was delicious and we really appreciated it. It made a huge, huge difference um, to the weekend. So valuable lesson that. What I want to ask you, you mentioned the turkey that you can't do much about in advance. Now that's absolutely 100% true but one thing that I think people forget and I've been guilty of this in the past is I forget how long it takes for that turkey to defrost yes uh-huh. Yeah. Look, so. um, I mean, again <laughs> depending on the size of your bird that's also something that you have to you have to plan for. Your, your best bet the best way to really do it is to let it defrost in the fridge uh-huh. um, and, and give it two days so let okay. it take it out of the freezer two days before you're going to need it and let it 
rather let it defrost it because it's hot this time of year and there's all sorts of flies and bits and pieces of it. Mm. But if you if you if you give it an extra day but do it in the fridge, then that should uh, that should do the trick. Yeah, absolutely, and not dump it into hot oil like I think Americans try and do to try and defrost it immediately and cook it at the same time. Yes, that's a little bit. Although daft. that said, <laughs> that said, I have tasted a deep fried turkey before. Ooh. It's actually quite nice. Okay. Not one that's been dropped in frozen, <laughs> but um, one that's been sort of defrosted and then actually cooked oh. in a deep fryer. And it's amazing how um, delicious it actually is. The skin crisps up beautifully and the flesh there is really, really quite moist. Yeah. It's impossible for it to dry out in the oil because okay. it's not losing heat. So um, not the... But you've got to know what you're doing. Uh, uh-huh. I've seen some videos of people who clearly were clueless, um, and it's a, it's a, it takes a hell of a lot of, of, of oil at 160, 180 degrees. Yeah, my thought Unless exactly. you know what you're doing, yeah. I would uh, steer clear of it because you could end up, you know, um, wrapped in bandages for the rest of your holidays. Yeah, it's a, it's a rather dangerous affair. And of course, uh, hot oil and water don't like each other oh, no. at all. So no. a very <laughs> when it comes to salads, I think that um, those, of course, those ingredients one has got to buy, um, yeah. you've got to buy sort of a couple of days ahead and things like that. But once again, it comes down to the preparation, knowing which salads you're going to make because it does mm. get hot and we don't do, I think most of us don't do the typical sort of North um, Northern Hemisphere Christmas anymore because if it's hot, heaven's alive. Um, you don't yeah. want to have all that hot food on a really hot day. You rather want to go for maybe a turkey on the weaver with with salads. What is your yes. best thing when it comes to salad prep? Because it's got to be so, fresh. So for, yeah, it's got to be fresh. But then again, you know, if you if you if you, if you take the kind of um, uh, salad leaves out of the equation, mm. then you should be okay. You know, for example, I love making uh, what's known as a, a village Greek salad, which is a nice, big, chunky salad that's got cherry tomatoes, um, cucumber, uh, red peppers, uh, red onions, and then um, olives and, and feta cheese. Now, this is a concoction you can chop up a day in advance. Okay. Um, because it's it's all fairly solid, robust vegetables that aren't going to wilt. Yeah. So you can chop that well in advance and you just dress it with a nice uh, vinaigrette and put lots of par- fresh parsley and mint it just before you serve it. Yeah. But because of the reg- vegetables you're using, they really will stand, they, they're not going to wilt in the fridge overnight. So think about... Things like that, and also with 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 a, when you're going to make stuff, dress it at the last minute. Even if you're making a, a blar slide, mm-hmm. you know, people have a tendency to lap, put lashings of dressing on it. Rather not put dressing on salads, but serve your salad in a big bowl, even if it is a, a leafy salad, yeah. and put the dressing next to it. And let people put their own dressing on. The reason being there is that once you put dressing on a salad, you might as well chuck it away if it's not finished mm. because it's going to wilt. Whereas What's left over in a salad in a, uh, that's been undressed in a Tupperware container will last for for lunch the next day, yeah. if not beyond. Um, and then you just keep the dressing separate and dress it as and when you need it. Fantastic. You know, people have this tendency to do these big toss salads, and you see too many videos of people putting lashing 
is of olive oil mm. and balsamic on the salads. Um, and that's all well and good if you were going to eat the entire thing then and there. Yeah. So think about how do you how do you prolong the life of your food? Absolutely. Because there's nothing worse than having leftovers that you can do nothing with. Yeah. You know, it's all very well saying, okay, let's pack this away. We'll turn this into sandwiches tomorrow. But if you look at a bowl of filetta leaves <laughs> and now swimming and dressing, and you're thinking, there's nothing I can do with this. This is just, this is money going down the drain here. Yeah. So it's it's planning like that that you need to think about. Definitely, and uh, and you absolutely hit the name on nail on the head you know it's money going down the drain because things are expensive so rather work to use them up and, and do it properly the one tip that i also got uh, or, or learned is that uh, is to have uh, long life milk on hand because there's nothing yes. worse than when you're on holiday or you are just relaxing and somebody comes to you and says to you is this all the milk we have? And then you, oh, yeah. it's fresh milk and it's mm. gone. And then you have to get in the car and specially drive to go and buy two liters of milk. And with petrol, the yes. way it is. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I yeah. think uh, having a six pack of long life milk um, is just always a handy thing. I know a lot of people don't like it. Um, it's not my first choice either. But I definitely think that it has its place, especially if it's like uh, five o'clock on a Friday afternoon or something. And you really don't yeah. want to go back to the shops or you know christmas weekend yeah look i think i think it's an acquired taste um um the long life milk and then it depends on what you're going to use it you know if, you, if you're using it in coffee and hot chocolate and things like that it's fine yes you know then you can you can get away with it and you're not going to tell the difference um and i, I don't think it's that different in terms once you've got it in the fridge and it's it's nice and and, and ice cold um I'm, I'm quite happy to drink a glass of of long life milk um uh if uh, I'm, i love milk i'm a yes. big fan of milk oh. i love a big on a hot day glass full of ice and then ice cold milk Ooh. and yes I'll, I'll take UHT rather than nothing you know? <laughs> fantastic Peter before I let you go uh, just a message here from Felicity she says Peter different strokes for different folks I can't tolerate frozen lasagna warmed up so <laughs> I suppose yeah so Felicity definitely not going to be on your menu list for this year yeah. for, for pre-planning but you're quite right it's, oh, what, oh, it's thing, what you like the thing, yeah. okay, but, they're the, but they're the thing is Felicity they're the thing is 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 just make the bolognese ah. and freeze the bolognese. And then you can make the white sauce on the day. You can construct your, your lasagna, bake it from scratch. So the longest thing about the, 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 that lasagna is making the, is making the mince. Yes. Now you do that in advance, then knocking up your, 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 your um, lasagna on the day is, is much, much easier. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Peter, thank you so much for those tips. Really appreciate it. And we'll continue this conversation in the weeks to come. Have a wonderful day on set and we'll chat again next Friday. Definitely, uh, Vanessa, and to the listeners, until we meet again, may the source be with you. Thank <laughs> you.